We'll do a review of Lakutis Sichas in Chelik Yudzayin, the first Sicha for the Parsha of Tazriya. In this uh, Sicha, the Rebbe explains that although we uh, learn about uh, circumcision that takes place not on the eighth day, for, for whatever reason they weren't, uh, they didn't do the circumcision on the eighth day. Uh, even then, uh, you cannot make a bris at night time. We'll learn it out from the Pasuk over here. The Rebbe asks, so while it's true, that means that before Matan Toida, a bris that was Shaloi Bismano, not in time, uh, did not have the uh, restriction of only doing it by daytime. You can also do it at nighttime. And... Um, the Rebbe brings from the Medrash that it's uh, quite clear that the Yidden in the time of Mitzrayim, when they were going out, they circumcised at nighttime. It was a Mila Shalei Bismana, they hadn't done it before, as the Rebbe brings down from the Medrash, and they did it at nighttime. So, while there is no restriction of at nighttime uh, before Matan Torah, it was okay to do it at nighttime, but yet the Rebbe wonders why... Uh, why did the Eberster make it in such a way that Dafke, the Bris Mila, should take place at nighttime, where after Matan Torah that wouldn't uh, be a uh, proper Mila? The Mila needs to be done in the daytime, even if it's Shalebizman, not on the eighth day. So why over there Hashem made it that it was Dafke at nighttime? The Rebbe goes through a whole explanation that this is actually part of the whole uh, idea of going beyond the limitations, even beyond the limitations of Torah, in order to uh, accomplish, to raise the Yidden from their level in what there was in Mitzrayim, uh, in, in all aspects, both physically and also certainly spiritually, uh, it needed to be a force from totally beyond uh, nature, or beyond any limitations to uh, bring them out. All this always begins with Torah, so sort of, also this should be beyond the limitation of Torah, that's why they had the, uh, the, the, the bris take place. Ois Aleph, in this week's Parsha, that on the eighth day he shall circumcise the foreskin of his flesh, that's the bris, so the Torah uses here the language of Ubayoyim, that it has to be the day of the eighth day. So Darshan and Razal in Torah's Kohanim, our sages of blesses memory, expound in the Torah's Kohanim, as well as in the Gemara, that that the bris needs to be taken, done, performed, at the daytime and not at the nighttime. So according to this, it turns out, According to this drasha, that when do we learn as der din in molin balaylo that the rule, the halacha that you can't do circumcision at nighttime is neshchadish gevorn ersh nochmatan toyra that came about that was renewed that took place after only after the Torah was given ufar matan toyra hot. So that means before Matan Torah, Mila 
was permitted to be at nighttime as well. So what the Rebbe wants to bring out, because the Rebbe is going to point out that the Brismillah that the Yidin had by the Korban Pesach later on took place at nighttime. And the Rebbe basically says that before this Pasuk was given, there was really no problem with having a bris at nighttime because the Pasuk by Yoim Velevalaylu is in our parsha in Shemini after Matan Torah. But when the Yidin were ma were circumcised, then it was okay to be mal at nighttime. The Rebbe is still going to ask, but why did Hashem make it so that that bris should be at nighttime, which is going to be the point of the Sikha? But first, the Rebbe wants to establish that it is actually not a problem, halachically, that the bris took place at nighttime. Another aspect the Rebbe says further. There's another opinion that learns this from a Pasuk in Parshish Lech Lecha, which was for Matan Torah. And it would seem that according to that limut, if we learn according to that opinion, as we learned then, it should have applied there. But the Rebbe said that still wouldn't apply because uh, as far as a mila that takes place, according to all opinions, that it can't be done at night is only learned from our Parsha, from Obayim Hashemini, from the Vav. And therefore... We still don't have a technical problem. How were they allowed to make a bris at nighttime? Because that bris was shaloi bismano. So let's look inside. Even according to the second source, the other source from this aloha, about not doing a bris at nighttime. In Mesechus Shabbos, in the tracted Shabbos, that we learned this out eight days old, which is in the Parshish So that means that at the time of Pesach Mitzrayim, they were already not supposed to do a bris at nighttime. Especially that Toysvis says that the main uh, learning that you can only do it at the daytime comes from the Pasuk in Parshas Lech Lecha. Still, that would not cause us a problem with the Yidin having a bris at nighttime, because that Pasuk is the Snor Mila Bismana. That only applies to a bris that takes place on the time, which means on the eighth day. Then there is that requirement from the Pasuk in Parshas Lech Lecha that it has to be done at the daytime. But where do we know that even a circumcision which takes place not in the eighth day, that that too muzayim, that it needs to be during the daytime. That we learn from them vav that's learned from the vav in our parsha, in unza parsha. As Toysus explains this. So therefore, this has first come about after Matan Torah. So that means that not being allowed to do a bris at nighttime when it's not the bris is not taking place on the place on the eighth day was only introduced after Matan Torah in our parsha by Yemashmini. So therefore, the yidden having a bris before is not a problem. And the Rebbe brings down, so that would not have a technical problem. And, but the Rebbe, in his base, will, will wonder 
okay, maybe this is actually allowed and there wasn't a halachic legal problem with them having a bris at nighttime since it was Shalabi's mano. So according to all opinions, uh, that was allowed to be done at nighttime until the Pasuk of Ayyemashmini, which was after Matan Torah. But why did the Rebbe want to know? Why Taka did the Ebrish to circumvent it in such a way that that bris took place at nighttime? It has to have some significance. So the Rebbe says like this, always space. Those two masters, in order to explain this, Yes, we have to introduce that which it states in the Medrash. That while the Yidin were in Egypt, many of them, that is from the Yidin, those the Jewish people, they did not accept upon themselves to circumcise. They were told already through Abraham Avinu that they have to circumcise, but they would not accept to circumcise. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu told them to go ahead and do the Pesach. And once Moshe did the Pesach, so God decreed so that the four winds of the world and they went and they pasted themselves to that Pesach. They brought the aroma from that Pesach, the delicious smell from the Korban Pesach, to the rest of the people, to all the Yidin. So all of the Yidin gathered by Moshe. We ask of you, feed us from your Korban Pesach. So he said to them, etc., if you are not circumcising, then you're not eating. He told them, as the Rebbe say, he told them the Pesach, so they can't, if they're not circumcised, they can't have the Korban Pesach. So immediately they gave themselves and they circumcised. So that means that the circumcision took place at the time of the Korban Pesach. From them, Medrash Kumtois. From this Medrash, it turns out, as Yidin Hamzich Mal given Belel Pesach that the Yidin circumcised. It was on the night of Pesach. So, because that's when the uh, it said give the Pesach. When is the Pesach? Uh, they wouldn't say before. You don't eat the Pesach before the night time. So this was at night time, and then he told him to circumcise. Nochmer. For Medrash, in the Medrash, especially the way the Medrash is in the Shira Shirim Rabbo, is Mashma as Moshe Rabbeinu Bechlaunit Iber Gigabim Tzidin Dem Tzivu that Moshe had at all not previously given over to the Yidden the command. Boy, everybody who's not circumcised cannot eat it. They didn't even know about it because they must have counted on the Korban Pesach. And they thought they're going to eat the Korban Pesach. Bees by Nacht, until the night time. That is when he first told them. It's not only that they, they didn't even know that they can't eat it when they're not circumcised before. And that's when he told them. Then the Eden's and Yekumen Bet when they're saying, feed us from your Korban Pesach, he told them that they are not circumcised, so they can't eat it. That's when he told them the Pesach. Is need move on, so it's not understood. Let it be true. 
as mehokimek malzayin balaylo. Let it be true that they were allowed to circumcise at night time. Well, is given because it was before the Torah was given. As for the it still needs to be explained. At least the inner matter thing, we need to explain this in the inner matter. Since a lot of the many of the the reason they circumcised wasn't because on their own they decided they want to circumcise. Nor mitzad was Gozra Kodesh Baruch Ruches, but because Hashem decreed the four winds that they should. So Hashem made them want to circumcise because they wanted to eat from the Pesach. given this aroma caused his own well as him a pisca shall measure that they should want to eat from the Pesach of Moshe. The Ebrister, so since the Ebrister is the one that caused this whole movement that the Yiddish should want to circumcise, so it comes from Hashem. So Hashem could have done the same thing to cause the Yidin to want to circumcise other Kayyotzim or something similar to this. Before the darkness. And then Moshe should instruct the Yidin their command, the command that anybody who's not circumcised should not eat. Could have told them before. And then they would have circumcised in the daytime. So why is it that the bris is taking place at the nighttime? As the Rebbe will explain, that it's dafke going out of the limitation even of the halachas of Torah, which brought about this whole redemption of the Eden at that point. But in Ois Gimu, uh, the Rebbe brings down uh, from the Yifei Toyar, that he says it can't be that it's at night time. So the first thing, he, he has a problem because you don't do Mila Bisman at night time. But that's not the problem because the Rebbe said that that was only uh, decreed, uh, that halacha only came about after Matan Torah. So that's not a problem, couldn't he said it couldn't be at night time. And also his argument that uh, they couldn't do Malacha, Shlebizmano, Yontav, the Rebbe argues that by the Korban Pesach, there was no Yontav then, there was no prohibition. But the Rebbe said the fact is that in the Medrash it clearly states it did take place at night time. And the Rebbe will explain that even though it took place at night time, but the way the bris took place, it was in a way that it was Shalaki Daka, so they didn't violate the Yontav. Let's look inside. Gimel. The Yefei Toyar Vilzogun, the Yefei Toyar wants to say, the author was Rav Shmuel Yafe Ashkenazi, and he lived in the, uh, uh, born in 1525, passed away in 1595. Uh, so he says like this, Vilzogun, we, it's possible to say that this took place before nighttime. He brings two proofs why we have to say it was done before nighttime. So, number one, because since if it was nighttime, 
which was Yontif. So then the miller that was done at the night time cannot push it away. And further, the Ein Mila Belaylo, that there is no circumcision at night time. So we have an issue of Yontif. So how could they circumcise on Yontif? So it couldn't be at night time because, first of all, Mila Shlevizmana cannot be on, on, on night time and the Chlal night time, and it cannot be done on Yontif because Mila Shlevizmana does not push override the Yontif. But first, the Rebbe said the fact is you can't say that it was not Mechshecha because that's what it says Mefedish. We can't know Barzoni Zogan. We can't say so. Because the way this story is brought down in Shira Shirim Rabba, from Posig, Ad Shamelech Bebisiboy, while the king on the Posig was still in his Misiba. Uh, in his at the party over there together is Klor as is given by There is very clear that this took place at nighttime. Don't stay befedish. That over there it says befedish specifically. As those is for Gikumen, Ad Shahamelech be Mesibay, until that Melech Mesibay means quoting from the Medrash over there. Ad Shemoshev Yisrael Mesubim Vayichlam Pischeim be Mitzrayim. While Moish and the Yidden were. Mesubim gathered together, and they were eating their Pesach in Egypt. So, eating the Pesach has to be at night. When Achilas Pesach is doch balaylaze, Achilas Pesach has to be at this night. Balaylaze, belayl tazvav nisna. The night is unit koydum chashecha, and not before dark. So, we can't say that it wasn't at night time. It was at night time. So the Rebbe wanted to try to find out why was the bris made for night time. tries to argue that we can't say it was at night time. The Rebbe says it says in Medrash that it was at night time. Ah, you had the two uh, proofs. The Rebbe said the proofs are not 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 conclusive and they're not proofs actually. And these two proofs. That we forced to say so that he brings down number one that mila is that a circumcision which is not on the eighth day does not override yontav so they could not have done it on the night time actually that's one proof he brought them base and mila balaylo you don't have a circumcision at all at night time they don't proof vaila aleph so number one this that he says that you can't have a circumcision at night time. So Vigizok Friya, that already with Rebbe has said earlier, is the din as in Milabalailo by Shalebizmano. This halokha that you cannot have Mila at nighttime when the bris is not on the eighth day, So this came up after Matan Torah. So at that point, no problem. It could be at nighttime, they could circumcise. So that's not an issue. The second question that he has, Al and similar to this, that he said that they would not be allowed to do the melacha of circumcision, which is a violation of the yontav, after yontav. So the Rebbe argues that at that point there was no chiyuv b'chlal of yontav by Pesach Mitzrayim. We don't find the isu melacha by yontav by Pesach Mitzrayim. In other words, on the 15th of Pesach of that year, there was no prohibition against doing malacha. 
Now, the Rebbe will bring an opinion of the Ran next sieve that there was, but right now we're discussing according to this opinion. So, the Rebbe says, But if you look at Parshish's boy, when HaKadosh HaZalachem, he's telling them, it says in the Pesach, On the first day is holy calling, The Pesach says you can't do work, not on the first day of Pesach and not on the seventh day of Pesach. And this is written where state in Pasha's boy. So Choch, this verse says in boy. And this was written to them while they were in Mitzrayim. Muzman Oberzog and the Rebbe says, we have to say that it didn't apply then. It applied for the generations to come. As their Pesach Mitzrayim. This Pesach cannot possibly talk about the Pesach Mitzrayim. Barum, because Pesach Mitzrayim ain't a noig elo yemechot. The Pesach Mitzrayim only applied for one day. It didn't have this whole seven days. That's clearly in the Gemara and Pesachim. So there was only one day, only the 15th day. The whole seven days came about for generations, not the first time. And this Pesach, it also says, So, since it said, so it means that the whole Pesach is talking about in the... Uh, future for the Dereseichem, for the Jewish to come, but not about Pesach Mitzrayim. Ah, you're going to try to divide the Pesach into two parts. You're going to say that the first part, when it says, applies to the Pesach Mitzrayim as well. And the second part of Obayemashvi only applies in the future, and therefore you're going to argue that on the first day at least, there's a posting that says, And you cannot say, the Rebbe explains in the bracket, that this posting is telling us two separate laws. Which are not hinged one on the other. Number one, the posting says, On the holy, on the first day is a holy calling, which would apply to the first day, that applied also to Pesach Mitzrayim because the first day was Yontem. You're going to argue. Un beis, and then the post tells you another thing. mikro And then when it says on the seventh day should be a holy calling, that only applies in the Pesach for generations. You can't split the Pesach that way. Because, why? Because first of all, Aleph in Pesach state, the way it says in Pesach, plural, all work shall not be done in them. In them, inclusive, this haste, as the Isur Melocha for Yemarishon and for Yemashvi, the prohibition of not doing work in the first and the seventh day, they're both included in the same command. So, don't do in them, the first and the seventh, you can't, so it must be only talking about generation, not that generation, because since the second part doesn't apply, the first part doesn't apply either. Bahem doesn't make sense. Goes on the plural. And number two, Beis, of Mechilta, any work don't do in them. So it says in the Mechilta, So so we know only that the last day of Yom Tov is Osur in doing work. Yom Tov Arisho Minayin. Where do we know the first Yom Tov? Tamud Leimar Ba Yem Arisho Mikra Kodesh. 
So the Pasik says, by Yemarishi Mikra Kodesh means that since the Torah already says, so Bayamarisha tells you that also the first day. So it turns out from this Mechilta, as the Ikiru Yisur state to be Yemashvi, that the main Yisur, the Pasik right, talks about the Yemashvi. So we also say on the first day it also applies. So if you're going to say by Mitzrayim, the main issue didn't apply, it didn't apply the Yemashvi, by Yemashvi, first statement of Mela, so then it's understood automatically by yourself as Oich that Isur, Noise, by Yemarishin, that the additional, what we learn from Yemarishin, it's not talking about the Pesach Mitzrayim. So again, that's another evidence that the Bayemarishin is not included, so we don't have a Pasik that it's Osur Bimelacha, so we're going to say that it's not Osur. And then the Rebbe says the actual word Yoim Harishin doesn't fit by Pesach Mitzrayim. It wasn't the first day because there was no other days. Gimel, by Pesach Mitzrayim is Bechlam Nishgimen Ken Yoim Harishin. Over there it was not the first day, nor Yoim Echad. It was only one day. It was only the seventh, only the fifteenth. The, the, the Yoim Harishin, what it's called, but it's not, wouldn't be called Yoim Harishin. It would be called the Yoim Echad, the one day. Rishin applies to the first of the many days that follow. So all this basically tells us that there was really no Isr Malacha at the time of Pesach Mitzrayim. So we don't have a problem that the uh, Feitoyar asks, well, if it was at nighttime, how would they allow to do Mila? Mila Shleibizman is not Doiche Yom So how would they allow to be uh, violating the Yom to circumcise? That's the way he proves that it must be your leader. says that's not a proof because it could be that they uh, circumcised on Yontev because at that time there was no prohibition yet not to do any work. The Pasuk says, only goes, Lodotus does not apply to them. As the Rebbe proved that the Yemarishim itself cannot be talking about just the Pesach Mitzrayim over there. It doesn't fit into the Pasuk, as the Rebbe proved. So, therefore, we're still back to the Rebbe's suggestion that it could be that it was done at nighttime. And that's not a problem why it was done at nighttime. However, and the Rebbe still wants to know why would the Abish make it in such a way? But now we're talking back technically. Was it allowed to be done? So the Rebbe says, yes, it was allowed to be done. But the Rebbe brings down from the Ran in the next Ois that the Ran holds that there is an Isr Malacha in Pesach Mitzrayim, that there is, that's his view. So how were they able to circumcise? And the Rebbe brings out very interesting from the language of the Medrash that the way they did the bris, they did it in a way shalekidarka, in the unusual way. When you do a bris in the unusual way, there's no Yisr Malacha. It's through a Shinui, then there is no Yisr Malacha in Yontav. And the Rebbe explains, that's why it says they used their sword, which was an unusual tool, that the regular sword that was uh, used to fight and battle, they used that to do their bris. And that's considered to be Shaloi and therefore that wouldn't violate. So the Rebbe puts to rest, there's no issue of doing the bris at nighttime, but we still need to know why did the Abish circumvent it like that. Let's look inside, Dalit. 
Even according to the view of the Ram. As be Pesach Mitzrayim is Yagiven Ayisum Eloche, that during the, that Mitzrayim, that Pesach, there was a prohibition of Eloche. And Kemen for entering the Kashi of Medrash, so we can answer the question of the Medrash. Viz Milash Lebiz Manadech Yontif. How could Mila not in time override the Yontif? And by first introducing a, uh, a, a specific language in the Medrash, in Shir Hashirim Rabba, in Shir Hashirim Rabba. Over there it says, Kulom Achuzi Cherem Melumdim Lachomish Charbal Yerecha, the Pesach, they were all holding the swords, they were war trained. Each one had his sword on his side. So the matter says, what Moshe Rabbeinu said, that they need to circumcise. So each one and one took their sword, on his side, and circumcised himself. So the question is on this madrash, Aleph. Number one, what difference does it make to know? We're telling you that they circumcised with the sword. The main thing is that they circumcised immediately. How through a sword? Otherwise, what difference does it make? Second thing, the Rebbe says, Why is the emphasis that they used his sword? Basically, that each one used their sword that they used on... Uh, was they were, they were armed with that sword for the Muhammad, That's what they used. What difference does it make whether the sword is theirs or it belongs to somebody else? But this medrash with this this answers the previous question: How were they allowed to make a bris on Yontif? When it's Lebizmano, how are you allowed to do that? When is Melila Amlocha Surabiyamtov? When is Mila a prohibited job at Yantov? Then Zivert Giton Kidarka Bizemel. When it's done normally with an Izemel, that's with the small blade that you use for a bris. But to circumcise with a sword, that would be a malacha which is not the normal way, not the usual way. Such a malach is permitted from the Torah. The river is their is their medrash. When their pasuk was bring magdish, that's why the medrash and the verse that the medrash brings down that emphasize as that you had they circumcised with the sword. And the Rebbe explains further, but it's specifically their sword. Because sometimes the blade can be called a sword too. But it says that there was a sword that they used for war. Then, as Volta Begistan, Cherev Stam, if it would say just a sword, Volta Benoch Alzgi can't mean it. You still could think, as Doretzich, that what are we dealing with? About such a sword which we use to circumcise. We find the Posse. Asay Lecho. Yeshua, Perike, Pesach Beis, the Ebishter tells him that he should go circumcise them. He should make for yourself charboi surim, 
saws of stone, and go ahead and circumcise them. So the Torah uses the lotion, the Pasik uses the lotion of the Chorvis. The sword, the Ribbon is the Pasik Madrigish Charboy. It was his or Zain Cherev, the Cherev from Malun de Mohamma. The Rebbe asked before, why does it have to his? What do we care whose sword? But it's talking about it was their Cherev from those who are trained for war. It was a Mohamma sword. That's not a sword with which you circumcise. So now we know that they did circumcise at night time. And all the questions that the Ifei brought down, the proofs are not proofs, even according to the Ran, that there is an Israel Malacha. But still it's not a proof. So the question comes back. So the question comes back to its place since it was at night time. How come Hashem did not make that the circumcision should take place in the daytime before it gets dark? In Eishei, the Rebbe brings out that that night time wasn't the usual night time. And that's the key to understanding that specifically with regards to the bris mila, that it could take place at nighttime because of that specialty and what needed to be accomplished at that nighttime. And the Rebbe brings down another answer that some of the commentators answer, and he explains that specifically with regards to a bris, that nighttime was like daytime for the bris mila, which was something that was necessary for that time period for Yitzhiya Mitzrayim. Let's look inside. Hey, but when it's we'll understand this by introducing another answer, which is brought down in the uh, later commentators. How could the Yidden circumcise themselves at nighttime? So the Rebbe answered before that it's not a halachic issue that they could. The Rebbe says it was done in Shalai Kedarkai and it was not a prohibition yet against Shalai Bizman and not to do it at night time. So that was okay. But there's another answer brought down. How could they do it at night time? Of their kusha, vihom zichidin malgam belayla. How did the Yidin circumcise at night time? So. It's brought down as the Nacht for Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim is given, that that night of Exodus of Egypt was, the state in Zoyar, as the Zoyar said, in an Eifun, the Laila Kayun Yoyir, that the night shined like the day. And Bemela, Hodenacht Gehat Adin Fun Yoyim, and therefore that night was treated halachically as daytime. So it wasn't done at nighttime. So in that case, the question is, so how did they eat the Korban Pesach and the matzahs at nighttime? Frekman if them. So they asked on this uh, suggestion that it uh, wasn't really nighttime. If the night of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim was treated halachically as daytime, how did the Yidin then at that time perform Observe the mitzvahs 
that are connected with nighttime, Achilas Pesach, Matzah, Morer, V'chuluv, eating of the Pesach, the Matzah, the Morer, it was not nighttime then, according to this, uh, this interpretation. So, therefore we must say that with regards specifically to Bris, it did not have a nighttime law, but in regards to the other things it was, that's how they ate the Korn Pesach at nighttime. So we have to therefore say, we have, as the din from Yoim Belel Yitzis Mitzrayim, that this that we say was a day, and Mitzrayim, is given nor legabe mitzvah milah. That only applied to the mitzvah milah, or benit legabe the mitzvah sanal, but not with regards to the mitzvahs of the Pesach, Matzah, Morer. Over there it was nighttime. What's the difference? It's understood simply. As a given, over there was a very clear directive. The Hashem told them, eat it at this nighttime. So the Abish said, that is nighttime for that. But for Mila, for other things, that could be it was daytime, it wasn't nighttime. So now we have another interpretation. How they were able to do the bris at nighttime by saying that it wasn't really nighttime, it was Lilo Kayem Yoir, although with regards to those specific mitzvahs which had to be done at nighttime, that was considered nighttime. But now in Oizbov, the Rebbe is going to explain this whole idea in the Primus Hinyonim that the bris had to take place and become in a way that it's not night, that it's day and to be different than the normal rules of the Torah. But, the explanation in the inner matter of things, mitzvah is mitzvah mila. Why is mitzvah mila Anders was not gabi ir, which is really only with regards to it, is the nav givorim bevichinaz v'layal kiyem yoyer. How come by Mrs. Mill over there the night is like the day? Not that in Yafumitsias Mitzrayim is given in Gansen Bederach von Pesach. The concept, the idea of the exodus of Egypt was in a way of Pesach, Diluk, a jump over, which means Heker from Medida Vagbala. It was higher than any measure and limitations from Teva than nature. Because according to nature, the Yidin were not able to go out of Egypt. Whether it is from the physical standpoint, a slave could not run away from Egypt. And also on the spiritual level, the Yidin were sunk in in the 49 gates of impurity, God forbid, and couldn't get out of there. How can you nullify, do away with the measurements of nature over here below? That is through the nullification of the measures and the limitations, mitzorim ugvulim, the limitation and the boundaries from Gan Seder from the entire 
order of the evolution. Was those ver them that happens through this? Was as is meir and oir was is the gamri hecher from kol When you have a light which shines, which is totally higher than any limitations, any measure limitation, from kol say that from the entire order of evolution. When you have that light shine through, then the measure. Of this of this world's limitations and measurements, then are nullified, and everything has to start from Torah. So, therefore, first you have to nullify the limitation, the measures from Torah. Since all aspects have to come through Torah, so first they have to be in Torah. So this idea, this concept, which is to bring down a light which is beyond the evolution, in order to nullify the limb, the measures of the order of Ishtauslus, free resign in Torah. First it must take place in the Torah. In Torah, in Torah, in Torah, you extend from a higher place than Torah by itself, Kavyachal. Hecher from the Medidas from Torah, higher than the measurements of Torah. Deriber. So, Torah, first you start off with giving to Torah from a higher level beyond measurements, which brings down in the world a general light which is higher than measurement, which then, in effect, helps the nature of this world become nullified to get that geula and redemption from the Tumah. That Moshe, our teacher, should give over this command from Bechol, when all that is uncircumcised should not eat it, need koidum chashecha, not before it gets dark, but specifically at night time. So that it should turn out that the circumcision of the Bnei Yisrael will be at night Not as it turns out later on after Matan Torah, by the measurements of Torah, it can't be at night time. Here the Hashem wants it to be at night time. Because the Revelation of light that shined at that night is given by Oifum It was in such a way that it was higher from the whole order of evolution. Biz Hecher from the Medida from Torah Kaviyoch. This was higher than the measurements of Torah, so to speak. On the river, Zainan Durch, them, this battle given, the Medidas from Seder Stauslus. That's why through this was nullified all the measures of the order of the evolution. There was a oir that was extended in a way of a jump over. That the godliness was extended in the land of Egypt as it is full of the Avedizorah. From the perspective of the order of evolution, you can't have a lakus in Mitzrayim with the Avedizorah. 
This comes from beyond. Medarech Dilog. On Durch Dem is Nisbatling one of the Medidis Hateva Yudolamata. That way also the measures, the limitations, and the measures of nature have also become nullified. See, is given Pesach, it became Pesach Dilug. There was a jump over, and there was the exodus of the Egypt, which is Hepachateva, which is opposite of nature. That's the way that we needed that night to have that revelation in Torah. And Hashem gave him that instruction that it should be at nighttime in order to have the higher of Ishtalshlus come down in Mitzrayim, not to consider those limitations and to nullify those limitations so that godliness comes down in Malaya Gilu in Mitzrayim. Zion, the Rebbe says that this was in Torah, but same thing by Yidin also, in their Avoida, they also had to have that level of Dilog, Zion. Just that there needed to be, there had to be this idea of this jump over in Torah. In order for it to be able to be the exodus of Egypt. Likewise, also by Yidin, there needed to be an avoid of Dilug, a service of. Jump over in a higher way of the evolution by the person. The person to reach in in a higher level than his normal hishtalshlus. Derfar is the That is why, in preparation for the exit of Egypt, given dam pesach There was the blood of the carbon pesach. And there's also the blood of the circumcision. Because these two mitzvahs of Pesach and Mila, they are services which are beyond any limitations. Pesach is Meloshan Diluk. Pesach means to jump over. Mila is an internal covenant. It's an internal covenant. An Ebiker Farbun that is an eternal connection, tie on Cain Shum Hagbos without any limitation. It's just always the Ribmit Batman Farstein. And that's why they needed these two levels in order to bring about Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, also connect with mitzvahs that bring them beyond limitations. The Midvetman Farstein was Mergifin and Achidush. That's we'll also understand that we find this novelty by Pesach Omila by Pesach Hamilavos in the Tobak and other mitzvahs, I say, there is no other positive mitzvah that has the same as this. These are the only two positive mitzvahs that have associated with them a penalty of Kodesh. By Zay is a of Kodesh. By them, there is a liability of being cut off if you don't do this mitzvah. Because when we deal, when we are talking about matters that are beyond evolution and steps, which means it's in a higher beyond, beyond it, can dort nizayin kein tzubishin dargis? There cannot be in between steps. Since ain't from the beta, it's either one of the two. Other ervert farbundu mit neighbors to mitabrisoylam. Either you tie yourself with Hashem in an internal covenant. Lemaila Mishinu Azman, which is beyond changes of time, which is bleakful. Unoibnit, 
And if not, is v'nichsa goimer. Then oil cut off. And hot rachmon is standing gantz in it kishach tzelukus. God forbid you have no connection to tzelukus. That's why these milah, either karis or connection, because these are mitzvahs which are profoundly and touch and go beyond the limitation. Al-derech bivaklolus yitzis mitzrayim kinal. Similar, the Rebbe says in the brackets, like generally by the exodus of Egypt as before, as muzun arab ginuma veren alamedidus. We needed to remove all measures, all oich dimedidus and terikav yachol. Even the measures of Torah to make a bris at night time. Oibnit, because if you don't take that then you get stuck in the land of Malayi Gilulim and you, uh, you don't get out of there. And that's why that revelation that the night was like day that's why you needed to have a main connection with the midst of circumcision. Because the idea that the night is like day in them as the revelation of the light from above is farbundun mit is connects to the night is like day in Aveda von Eden in the Yid's service. That a Yid's service in a way of Lail Kayyim Yoyer, but thus is the Aveda from Damila, which is the Aveda of the Damila. So based on the above, all the above is Oich Muvon, Der Chiluk, in Mitzvah Smila, Tzvishon, Far Matan Teiru, Nochman Teiru. We also understand the difference of the Mitzvah of circumcision, the way it is before Matan Torah, and then the way it's after Matan Torah. When we talk about the jump over, the Laila Kayyem Yoyer, there's a difference the way it was before Matan Torah and after Matan Torah. The Emeser Inyam Fundilug in Mitzvah Smila, the true concept of jump over in the midst of Mila is Davki in the Mitzvah Mila from Far Matan Torah, specifically. In the midst of Mila that comes before Matari. Then there was such a jump, such a accomplished, such a jump, even more than one extreme to the other extreme. It had taken out the Eden from the domain of Klippa. Took them into the domain of holiness. When in them and in this itself, for Memtes Shari Tuma, from the forty-nine gates of impurity, to Nigla Aleim Hakadosh Baruch Hu to the revelation where Hashem, blessed be He, in His glory and by Himself revealed Himself. But this is totally no comparison at all. And therefore, there is therefore no measurements. There is no difference between day and night. But as opposed to after Matan Torah, the Yidn already turned into in such a way that they're already shaped and there's an order of Kedusha. And this eternal covenant which takes place through Mitzvah Mila is Eichen Seder the Kedusha. This is also in the order of Kedusha. So therefore it became already a, a, 
a service which is also measured and limited. And that's why there is a difference of day and night time. So specifically in the Avoida, the total Einaroich from Tuma to Kedusha, that's the real level of the Beligvul. Uh, and um, that's why it was day and night could do the bris at night time as well. As opposed to after Matadera, there's still those limitations, it has to be only by the day. Oistas. So what is the What is the lesson in actuality, in service? The service of Exodus of Egypt is and it uh, it, it, it takes place, and it needs to be in every generation and every day and day, as we say. So, in other words, that experience we had then is not something which was just in the past. We must always experience this. Because regardless, any level in the level of Egypt, level of limitation, from the language of boundaries and limitations, any level that you're bound legabe, which relative to a higher level, that's still called limitation of the lower level, is bishas medar farez game from Mitzrayim. When you need to leave Mitzrayim, darf men visen, you need to know as is I need faran, derbai keshu medidas vagbolos. You need to know there are no measures and there is no limitations. I feel the need the medidas from Torah even at the measures of Torah. Torah says, not bris at night time, we do it at night time. Meaning, that is the bleak wool. Similar to as explained in Tanya. When you are discussing or uh, we discuss about the violating God for the Golos Mitzrayim, which is Exodus of Egypt, if if you are talking about violating someone's will, is Dani talking Chiluk? So then it makes no difference whether they're very light sins or they're very serious sins, because based on the will of the Supreme, which is higher than reason and knowledge, I feel for David even from reason and knowledge of above. Then all mitzvahs are equal. Hashem wants, the want is the same, doesn't matter. These are higher than any reason, even if this reasoning of above. And that recognition brings out, draw, calls out by the, uh, even the lightheaded among the lightheaded, that he too sacrifices life. Even if it's only a very small particular of the words of the scribe, without any calculation, gives it up. Because in Ratzin there is no difference. For sure that there is no limitation of day and night. It doesn't make a difference. This means, we're learning from this, that the yoim, the bris is yoim, doesn't make a difference whether it's yoim, 
whether it's light by him or it's dark. It doesn't touch him that he's tired. The fact that he has different types of wills and desires, etc. It's not the difference. It's Lila by him, maybe. It's not, it's, 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 he has his challenges. He's challenged with all these things. And still, by Lila, there's still a bris. He takes out with strength. Beyond nature, Zayn Cherev, his sword, on his Mal, he circumcised himself. He ties himself with Hashem by fulfilling his wishes. In the level of the foundation and a connection and an eternal covenant with Hashem. This is Mesichas Achan Shal Pesach Tovshin Chofhei.